You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Rob. Michael. You've been busy. You've been traveling a lot. Been traveling some. Does Natalie hate when you travel? You're running around the world? No, she's okay with it. I don't like it. You're not available to me like you used to be. I know. I know you're not making much money on this show, but... uh, One day. I I miss you. I miss having you around more. I know. Well, we still, though, see each other at least once a week. Well, I wouldn't say once a week. I'd say on average probably twice a month. Uh, Maybe we have to do ads every once in a while. I would say three times a month. But I know that people do like you a lot, Rob, because I get it like, hey, Rob wasn't on the other episode. I'm like, you know, because they've been hearing your voice for a long time. So when they hear another voice, and Tyler Tyler is great, but they they don't really know Tyler. And then all of a sudden, Rob's gone. What happened to Rob? Did you fire Rob? I'm like, no, I didn't fire Rob. I love Rob. I can't do this without you. I just quit. So if you quit, Rob, I quit. Well, is, are we announcing? We're not quitting. We're not we, quitting. We're but we need you. Hey, we want to thank you guys again for listening and for subscribing and reviewing. Everybody's so kind out there. And the and the and the, I read the comments and I respond a lot of times. You read every single. Time. I don't read everyone, but what I, did we? I can't. Someone just told us today reading comments is like cutting yourself. Yeah, reading comments isn't good, but it's different when I get feedback on the show because most of the times RRs are positive because it affects people's lives. They're like, I talk about mental illness. I talk about somebody who faced adversity. So anyway, listen, spread the word. I know I keep telling you, but you know, your listening means a lot to us and it keeps us going here and uh, spread the word, write a review. Uh, we have a wonderful guest today. I always wanted this person on, on. Rob was unsure because he just didn't know her. It wasn't because he didn't like her. He just didn't know this person. And, and Rob's young. He's 29 and 30. 30. I'm going to have trouble when you turn 31, Rob. I'm really Yeah, yeah I don't problems. know what you're going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Because I, I do mess that up sometimes, not a lot. No, you mess it up constantly. Cassandra Peterson is our guest today. A lot of people, most people know her as Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yeah, she was your mistress for a while? I wish she was, because I'll tell you what, when when she came on the show, I immediately was drawn to her. She is so beautiful inside and out, and her stories are so captivating. She talks about um, her first time with Tom Jones, and that wasn't good. Sex. We're talking about sex. Yeah, it was. Uh, she'll talk about that. She just had some horrible things happen to her life. She's had a crazy life. And she shares it with us. She gets very open and personal. And I think I thank her for that because uh, sometimes it's hard. And she uh, she has lost a lot of uh, close people in her life. And she's faced a lot of uh, you know adversity. And she lived in a tree. She lived in a tree. Uh, she sure as hell did. She talks about her stalker. Uh, just so much freaky shit. And uh, playing the... Uh, the, the very famous character of Elvira and all that. And, uh, you know, does she get kinky and wear the Elvira outfit? We'll, we'll see. Of you'll, course you'll, you asked that. You'll have to hear this one. But uh, this, is, this is a fun one. Let's get inside Cassandra Peterson. It's my point of view. You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. I have to have a surgery too, but it's on my foot, the whole other end of my body. Have you already had it? No, I have to have it. I've been trying to schedule it. Wearing heels all those years. Oh, yeah. I was just standing around. I was on a TV show standing, just standing. I had been jumping around beforehand but how high were you standing there and boom my foot broke just standing. really yeah and i was, I was like when, when, when did that happen hand. about in uh september i think and how high were you i mean uh, how high was well i mean how high <laughs> off the ground like oh, you're uh well, well that too yes i wasn't high unfortunately because it hurts so bad i should have been 
uh, how high off the ground. Well, I mean, I just have like six inch heels, you six know, inch heels. but I've been wearing them for, you know, I mean, since I was. And you never got hurt. 14 years old. No. And I wasn't doing anything. My bone just like. Said, fuck it. Yep. Can we say fuck on the show? Wait, it's my can show. Can we? Oh, good. You, you can, can say anything. Do you, you swear like, at I? all? Are you a swearer or are you kind of reserved? <laughs> well, when I meet people, I don't swear. But in my real life, I swear so much. It makes people like really even. Wait, when you're. You gotta stop what swearing. do you mean when you're playing a character? When, I, when I'm playing the character, Elvira doesn't swear. She never says anything bad. She says, damn and hell, maybe that's the worst. Right. And she says sort of suggestive. But in real life. Stuff. In real life, I swear like a sailor. Really? My dad sweared like this. Is my, here's how my dad would talk. He'd go, well, I'm going down to the goddamn store. I hope I see that son of a bitch behind the counter because that bastard would have, to, you know, it was just like Everything, a normal every sentence, sentence had a bad word in yeah. it. Yeah. And back then they didn't say fuck so much. It was more like son of a bitch. God damn it. Right. Fuck know, was unheard bastard. of. Yeah. No, I never heard that coming. What out about the C word? Oh, God, no. I didn't hear that until, like, just, like, well. You should hear me at night watching Rachel Maddow and seeing the news. I'm like, motherfucker. You're just screaming at the oh, TV. Oh, God, yeah, but just cursing and screaming. You know, I met, you know where I met you, obviously. We met in... Uh, at a convention. Rhode Island. That's right. We're at Rhode Island, I believe, wasn't it? And we, yeah. we you, did you honestly think, because I was so excited to see you. Now, I'm a fan... And I know there's a lot of fans out here, and it's a, I don't know, the generational thing or whatever, but you kind of cross generations in a lot of ways, right? I mean, I have lately. You yeah, have. for a while I was afraid all my fans were going to die off. They were going to get old and <laughs> just be dead. And that was right. the end of my career. Uh, but all of a sudden, it got to be younger and younger and younger. I'm skewing younger. Pretty soon, yeah. fetuses will be watching me. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I you were at the uh, convention, and I saw you, and I was like, oh, my God, how do I talk to Elvira? How do I get her on my podcast? I've always wanted her on my podcast. And I was in line, and I just wanted to say hi. And, of course, you looked at me, and you were very nice. But you assumed I was just another guy who was really attracted to you, who wanted your autograph and your attention, oh, I don't know about that. and, and was going to pay you. Well, okay. For, for your services. Then you're Auto, right. Autograph you're right. services. Right. You remember that, right? <laughs> I do remember. Because you gave me that look, and I know that look, because I've seen no, it. Well, no, you weren't You weren't unkind. You were just like, oh, hi. How are you? What yeah. can I do? There's 25 people behind you. What can I do? You were very nice. <laughs> and then the guy in line who was doing your security goes, hey, man, I like your show or something. Then you realize, oh, he's actually oh, in the business. He's been, you know. celebrity. And we, mm, and we I must of, be much nicer now. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no you I'm are, always nice with always, fans. You really I'm are. Nice. You, you are. do try to rush people along because, as you know, you, you have a lot of people waiting. So you're torn between really, you know, chatting and being really nice to them. And, and I love doing that. But when you see a line out the door waiting, you have to keep it moving. Keep you know? it moving. So you, you don't want to piss off those people either. Right. By the way, thank you, Cassandra Peterson, for allowing me to be inside of you. Oh dear God! That's what? how. That's how we, I usually start the well, show. Well, we really met great. Uh, we, uh, 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 wow. Well, that's the. I didn't remember that part. Well, it's inside of you, okay. with Michael Rosenbaum. So that's that's, that's what we're saying. Okay. So it's not perverse. All right. Good, or is you. it? Could I don't be. know. But I noticed a lot of things. One, you were just like, you look fantastic, and I, I'm sure you hate that because people say that to me even <laughs> where they're like, "Hey, you look good after the show, or whatever. You look like you, you haven't aged too much." Uh. But it's probably it's also harder for women because you guys are judged way more than we are. Guys can wear sweats yeah. and a hat, and nobody gives a shit. Yeah, that pisses me off at conventions where guys just walk downstairs, maybe take a shower, you hope, and brush their teeth or something, and they walk downstairs. 
I, on the other hand, get up, you know, they'll say, why aren't you there at nine in the morning? I'm going, first of all, because it came from L.A., so it's really six in the morning. Yeah. Second of all, because I get up two hours earlier, you know, wash my hair, blow my hair out, dry it, put on my makeup. Does it take you two hours to get ready? Yeah, no, no, two no, no, hours. No, two hours. I'm two looking hours. at you right now, and I'm, I swear to God. Well, not today. I didn't do it, obviously. Well, you look <laughs> just your naturally beautiful Aww, well you, you just have like you just look like you're not one of these people in hollywood who spend tons of money fixing their nose and their lips and ultimately ruin themselves well i'll try not to do that well you just look like a real person but Ooh, like you look you. like you've taken care of yourself thank you i do yeah. try to take care of myself except for what is drinking. that what's in the coffee it's an ice it's just a latte not Kahlua? an iced one there, in there? No, no. <laughs> there would be if i was home but not here are you a drinker i am you are not a big drinker but I drink a couple of glasses, uh, usually wine in the evening. Would you pretty habitually, you know? So would you consider yourself? I used an to be a big drinker, or you are an alcoholic? Oh no, I, I've never been an alcoholic. I mean, no, I honestly can say I've never been an alcoholic, and I never went to treatment or anything like that. And if I had to stop, if somebody said, "Oh, you're taking antibiotics, you can't drink for a week," I'd, I'd be like, "Oh, okay, no big deal." I just drink for fun when I'm out, or you know, not alone in my room drinking but but right. my my dad was an alcoholic my two sisters that were alcoholics and my uncles all died of alcoholism Are you, I mean, your yeah. sisters died of alcoholism my one sister died of opioid overdose and then oh my god my other sister is a really bad very bad alcoholic and drug addict She's and this all kind somewhere. of this is all genetic in a lot of ways this I is think the stem so. from the top of the chain dad yeah. mom too nope not my mom. My mom just died this week, as a matter of fact. But it's, my wait, mom wait, never wait. drank. What? Yeah, my mom died last Friday. Yeah. Well, that's Very like heavy. the worst thing I've ever... That's incredibly heavy. How old was she? 88. So oh, she was around. But, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's been weird. It's been... Uh, uh, we did not have a great relationship, but I took care of my mom and paid for all her bills and all her place she lived. And I saw her very often. And... and uh, you know, I, I I didn't think it was going to be that heavy, but actually, it, when I don't know why I'm tearing <laughs> up. Why am I the yeah, one that's know, all I, upset here? I don't know. It is kind of heavy that you still. It feels like a giant void. You know, I just heard somebody today. Someone said to me, even if you have a terrible relationship with your parent and they die, there's something like that you're mourning. Which, like a friend of mine was saying, her husband was mourning that he never had a good relationship with his dad, and then all of a sudden his dad's gone. It's like. Uh, 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 so almost what do you like, do with that so you're thinking, energy? Uh, even a bad relationship is better than having no relationship. Is that what you're kind of well? Insinuating? No, Are it's just or? that it's just that what you mourn is not the person so much, but what you like. I always thought if I was good enough, famous enough, pretty enough, Jesus, something for too. my mother, maybe yeah. someday I'd be really awesome, you know, and she'd love me. Fuck. But you know, I never could get that. Famous or fabulous or beautiful or whatever. So it wasn't enough ever. So now that's gone. And I kind of like have this big void, you know, kind of like, I, 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 who am I going to be good enough for? <laughs> I don't have anybody to Well, that's horrible. <laughs> and and by the like way, it's so therapy. true. Sorry. Look, look, I uh, fucking love, like that's, I, I remember talking to you uh, a few days ago and I said, hey, you know, this is kind of intimate and open on depending on how much you want it to be, but it, you are so forthcoming and it's just so, to me, I think you've, you've shocked me a little bit because I oh, wasn't man. expecting this. Yeah, no. I, and I, I mean, this just happened, but I you wasn't know. expecting it either. It was, I, I had gone that day, that day that my mother uh, passed away in the morning, I'd gone to my lawyer and made a provision 
that to set aside money to continue paying for her health care and all the things she needed. Because I said, my mom is going to outlive me. You know, this is yeah. killing me. She's going to be 108 and I'm going to drop dead. And you made that joke. You're probably messing around thinking this is what's going to happen. And then later I drove over and I saw her and I brought her some dessert from Italy, which always like perked her up. She loved chocolate and um, had this nice visit. And um, she gave me a list of all the stuff she wanted me to go buy for her. Lipstick, make, you know, makeup, blah, blah, blah. And uh, and I left there, and I got home, and when I walked in the door, the place called and said, something's wrong, you've got to get back here right away. And when I got back, the paramedics were outside, and they said, your mother passed away. I mean, it was like, oh, gosh, look what he just did to you. Jeez, right, right, right in the moment like right that. Kiss her. I mean, Jesus. How did you, I mean, how do you even, t- like when you say that, they just gave me chills, because it's one of those things that you just can't, predict you never know what's going to happen but you know what's going to happen and you sort of have an idea of this is how i'm going to feel let's you almost want to prepare yourself mentally and you do it through life of how am i going to deal with this death how am i going to deal with this how am i going to when i first hear it what will be the reaction be will i need to sit down will i need to like i almost methodically sort of think of these things and then nothing can compare you from when you hear it I, i have a feeling you know when i lost my grandmother that it's more of a your body becomes numb? Were you numb? Was it a I shock? did. Like, People asked me how I was feeling. I said, mostly numb. Just And I didn't like break down crying or anything. I just kind of stood there, kind of like a Twilight Zone moment, where <laughs> I swear I was standing there kind of having a little bit of an out-of-body experience yeah, or something. Yeah. Not sobbing or crying, and the paramedics were saying, oh, we're very sorry. But she went in her sleep. She just laid down to take a nap, and just they said literally her heart stopped just no, I said, did she have a heart attack? Just no, no, no heart attack. Just they said it just stopped beating. So you, you, the funeral was probably just a few days ago. Um, no, I'm I'm actually uh, she's being cremated, and then I'm I'm going to have a memorial. <clears throat> excuse me, where we grew up in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and in the spring probably I'm going to wait. So yeah, sort of get your thoughts it. together, get your feelings yeah, together. Hopefully, does this, does this mean a lot more therapy? Do you think you? I mean, have you been going to therapy for a lot long time? I have. Oh, my whole life. Yeah. If I didn't go to therapy, I'd probably be like one of my sisters right now. Yeah, because you. I'm looking at you, going, man. I want to hang out with you. You have your shit together. <laughs> I, I have yeah. a I have a, a propensity for hanging out with people that have their shit together because I don't know if I do. Like Rob <laughs> here, for instance. Rob here is my producer. He's 29 years old. Wow. He's married. 30. 30. Whatever. He's oh, got a kid. <laughs> he's got his shit together. He's He just seems so calm and, and wow. stressless. Is that true, Rob? Is that a word? Stressless? <laughs> yes. Stressless. Uh, no one uses it, but I said it. Stressless. Yeah, I mean. And I just go, I envy that, but I also go, I need Rob in my life. I need Jessica, my assistant in my life. I need people around me who are good people, who have my back, who I can love and do things for in a certain way that I show that I care about them. And in return, they could sort of keep me on the right path and not let me veer off too much. And I have a lot of those friends. That's a good thing. I I have some of those too, my assistant. My assistants in the past, it's a ghost. You hear that? Listen, quiet for a second. Hold on. I got a puppy, Cassandra. <laughs> and and that was it. the puppy talking? Yeah, and she's rolling balls down the living room. And, uh, you know, my assistant just, you'd think, hey, maybe we could put the fucking balls away. <laughs> That's always telling me. Oh, God. By the way, thanks for the box of Elvira. Is that Elvira cereal? cereal? Is it new? Yes, it is new. Can you hand me that? Funko. 
Uh, I don't know if I can reach it. Somebody yeah, somebody to... help out, will you? Okay, thanks. Oh, thanks yeah, guys. it's new. Be careful when you eat it. Uh, I'm not a, eating this. A day this or so later, this collector's item. Odd things happen to. <laughs> is that true? You have diarrhea. No, he it, signed it's this for a, me. Everything turns black. Is so, that true? Yeah, your diarrhea. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're. Well, hopefully you don't have diarrhea, but whatever you have, it's is that true it's though? Black. You poop and it's black. Yeah. You know that happened to me one time where uh, my <laughs> my stomach was upset and I took I took Pepto Bismol. And I didn't know it was going to happen. And the next morning, I had, a bl- I had a black tongue and black teeth, and I thought I was dying from the inside really? out. I didn't. I, lo- I looked online before I went to the doctor, so I didn't freak out. With like Pepto Bismol, it makes some people's tongues black. Mine I would being think one it would them. make it shocking pink. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, tasty treat, Funko multigrain cereal. Uh, you got to get a box of this and go to a convention and have her sign it because this this shit is. Is pretty cool and it's probably gonna be worth uh, at least double the price of this box of cereal. Uh, yeah, I bet at least at least ten. I bet this is worth fifty dollars. How many boxes did they give you? I sell it signed for fifty-five. Fifty-five. <laughs> how many boxes have you sold? A lot, a lot. Basically, it, it's only available at Hot Topic stores all over the hot U.S. Hot Topic. It's strange. It's a Hot Topic, but that's where they sell it. It's not in the, like the, the grocery store. Hot, that's the Hot Pocket. <laughs> oh, Hot Pocket. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe Hot Topic hot should change pocket. it to that. What was Hot like Topic? It. It, didn't, it didn't have it? I don't think hot it had topic. a jingle like, Hot this, Topic. But let me it's tell like you that. something. You know, your mother, God rest her soul, first of all, she knows what an incredible, incredible woman and daughter you were. And that's well, obvious. You she don't tells have... other people, but she didn't tell me. But, but you know, she yeah. knew. I mean, how yeah, could she I'm not sure. know for what all the, you were doing for her? She knows. Yeah. No, no, no. There's no question about it. This is like, you're a smart woman. Oh, this is... You. She absolutely knew, and she just had a tough way. Look where the, the upbringing. I'm sure it was kind of like, you know, your dad's an alcoholic, this. There wasn't a lot of, like, I'm guessing that uh, people were h- more hard on you than they were uh, throwing out I love yous and you're oh, great. Yeah. And you're good. Did anybody in the family get Yeah, I no. didn't get that. I didn't no. get that. No, no, not really. I, I think I grew up the way I was because of that, because of my mom constantly telling me, you know, I'm ugly, I'm stupid. She I, told you you were ugly and all stupid. All the time. I mean, and I could go into all the details about my ears were too big. But you were like, Mom, I slept own. with Tom Jones. <laughs> well, that was much later on. This but after I that, I would have gone in there and I would have said, check this out. I just screwed Tom Jones. So how ugly am I, Mom? And went out with Elvis, but we won't go there. Did you have sex with Elvis? <clears throat> no, because I was underage. And he was respectful. Was 17. Yeah, he had to be. He had to, like 12 guys that watched him every move, I swear How to God. How old were you? 17. So you were just a year shy of banging Elvis. Is that right? Possibly. It's one of my greatest regrets. I really mean, so is. who? Imagine. I would have banged Elvis. I know, I'm a right? straight guy, as far as I know. <laughs> Rob, would you bang but Elvis? Really, Elvis, you know, come Probably on. Probably not. Probably not? You're just <laughs> Probably so not. straight, you couldn't do it. He's too straight. He's he's a quarter of a bottle of tequila away from fucking Elvis. Let me tell you that. I can tell you that right now. We all were. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I wish I, uh, that would have happened instead of ending up with Tom Jones. But anyway, but yeah, I. I you um, went. Uh, Tom no, Jones. So what? That wasn't good. The Tom no, Jones no, wasn't no, good. You know that whole story. Oh God. That, well, I heard the whole oh, story. God, My assistant I, said something uh, that it was aggressive. It was aggressive sex. No, it wasn't. I was just a, you know, a, a virgin. So I wasn't r- r- prepared for any sex. I wasn't, you know. So it wasn't like soft lovemaking that a virgin no, would expect. Or because hope. he didn't expect me to be a virgin. I oh, was working next door in a showgirl as a showgirl dancing semi-nude every night. And so he assumed he, you. He assumed, you know. I think most people probably assume that if you're And then afterwards he said, oh my God, what's wrong? And I said, yeah, I'm a virgin. He said, oh, come on. That's bullshit. You know, no. And I was like, no, it's not. It's for Did real. you ever talk again? 
to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I wish I never would. I went oh, back. No. Yeah, but it was worse the second time. No, I went. Wait, the second y- time? Years ago. No, no, we didn't do it the oh, second yeah. time. I saw him years later and um, at some party, and he was going to be at it. And I was with a, a girlfriend of mine, and I said, Oh my God, there's Tom Jones. I'm going to go over and say hello. And I go over there and I said, Oh, I don't know if you remember me. And he goes, Oh, yeah, I remember you. The one with all the scars on your back. I was burned in a fire. I'm going to tell you that. Wait a minute. <laughs> I thought he was. And gonna... I go, Oh, Whoa. yeah, thank you. Good to know. Thanks. That's what he said. Yeah. So that was even worse than the initial thing, right? What? Yeah. He mm. was that cruel? Was he just trying to be? I mean, I don't even know. I don't how know. He... Is he just an asshole? I don't know, I guess. You're like, hey, remember me? Yeah, you got scars all over your back. Yeah, you go, yeah you're the one with the scars all and over your back. How many years had you not seen him? Oh, that had probably, I was in my mid 20s, so from 19 to maybe 25, something like that. Nice, right? Tom Jones. Guys, this is what not to say to people. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's just disgusting. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. Could could you imagine saying something like that to someone? I mean, that really, that really hurt. Uh, Honest to God. That first time hurt physically. The second time just hurt like, ah, you know, I just wanted to like crumble up and die right there. Yeah. I mean, I've had some girls say like, oh, yeah, you're the guy with some hair on your back. You know, not not a big deal. I mean, I don't you gotta have, be like I don't me have, and everybody else. I don't have a lot of hair on my back, but you know, a little, little, little. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They don't. But they haven't. Said but that. a weird shaped penis. Just at least they didn't oh, say, the "Oh, the guy with the, with the uh, tiny dick." Yeah, you're the one with the uh, small weenie. <laughs> yeah, that uh, one. Now that'd be cruel. Yeah, it wouldn't be cruel as like somebody going after some physical like uh, scar. I mean, what the hell? You got scars, so you burned yourself. How'd you burn yourself? I read that somewhere. Uh, yeah, when I was two, I, I actually I climbed up on the stove. I caught my dress on fire, but luckily I grabbed the pot of boiling water that my mom was boiling Easter eggs in and pulled it over on top of me. So, so it saved I put you out the fire, but no, I but so I had scalded. So third degree, I, but no burns on thirty five percent of my body. But none of the parts where you actually showed no, it viral. only my neck, uh, my neck, but my shoulders and yeah, yeah. Elvira shows all the good parts. Are you self conscious of that still to this day? Yeah, you are. Yeah, I don't wear sleeveless. I don't wear. I mean anything. But like, shows. And, and, but first of all, is is it really that bad? Not anymore that I grew up. I mean, because it stretches you know, because out. Because all like... the all the skin grafting stretched out, and it got less purple and red. When I was a kid, I was really made fun of a lot. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, like eh, monster, blah, you know, laughed at everything. Which let me ask you: Do you think that <laughs> that in part sort of? I mean, you got an alcoholic father. You've got a mother who's not. <laughs> My dad, by the way, was alcoholic, but he was a very functioning alcoholic. I mean, he went to work every day. Right. Worked, just came home and, and drank it like up. six to eight. Was he abusive beers though? And, nope, nope. Oh, not, that's not good. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, no, he was just, he just liked his booze. Just like booze, and he, and he died was, from yeah. drinking. His uh, I don't know. Uh, he died from bone cancer, but uh, yeah, my, my uh, I have there four uncles who died from like liver cirrhosis Jesus. of the liver. I had I had an uncle that died from cirrhosis of the liver. My on my mom's side, my my uh, her father's sister father's sister died of like uh, drug overdose at thirty six. She was gorgeous. Her name was Honey. Jesus. And she died at 36. And the other side of the family had some shit happen with some people who died young yeah. from alcoholism. It's it's pretty <clears> intense. <throat> but to grow up in that household and like, I'm a, I'm looking at you. I'm like, going, 
Yeah, how are you? My 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 childhood wasn't ne- nearly as bad as this. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, well, I, um, I mean, how do you now do- I'm writing out a biography? Is this why you like horror movies? Is that why at a young age Maybe. you were like, oh, I'm a monster? Well, then I'm going to love the monsters because Maybe. I can relate to them. I did get into horror movies in second grade and nobody else was into them. Certainly not girls. But I saw these magazines like Famous Monsters magazine. And then my cousin took me to a bunch of the old Roger Corman movies like Pit and the Pendulum, uh, uh, Tomb oh, of Lygia, yeah. all those. My first one was House on Haunted Hills. And I what about the head one you like? You like that called the head? The, the... head that had with two things? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but it wasn't your favorite thing. Okay. Thing and that had, no, that it was just come out. But I really did get a, so into horror then. And, I mean, that may have had something to do with it. Who knows, you know? Do you know I'm a diehard horror fan? Are you really? Yeah, diehard. Yeah, I wow. watched. I have horror movie nights here every week with You're my- kidding. With some of my buddies, and we we try to find good horror because it's very hard to find horror. In fact, I saw another shitty horror movie in the theaters yesterday. Uh, it was just one of, another one of these movies where it's just like, can we be original at all? Can mm-hmm. the scares be? Can the story be somewhat plausible? Can this? I want something real. I'm I'm in the process. I'm more. I'm not. Well, I- have you done any horror movies? I mean, have you I did been a movie. I was in a movie called Urban Legend. I was one of the leads in Urban Legend. I did a movie called Curse with Wes Craven, which wasn't oh. very good. Uh, I loved working with Chris, Wes Craven. He asked me to do yeah, the movie, and I said be yes awesome. before reading the script, because I just wanted to be work with him. I yeah, didn't give I, a I would shit. say yes, too. Yeah. And uh, I made a short horror film that was at Scream Fest and stuff. So I do love horror, nice. and I'm getting more into it. And now, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just a huge horror nut. So if you, I'll good. show you around the house. I'll show you some horror stuff that I have. I'm good buddies with Bruce Campbell. You know Bruce? Yes, yes. One I of the love best, Bruce. Right? Oh, my God. I love him. And that's one Evil of my all-time Dead, that's One of the Evil Dead guys. all-time favorite Tyler, favorite have you seen series. it? Rob, have you seen Evil, Evil Dead, Dead 2? Two is, Evil Dead yeah, 2 is my a favorite. a long time ago. Do you know what his uh, coined phrase is from that movie? No. I don't even Not offhand. You know it, don't no, you? No. I forgot. Groovy. Oh, come on. Thank you. Groovy. Remind me. <laughs> How can you forget that? I forget everything. Though, First right you now, want to kill me. Name. Now you want to kiss me. Blow. You don't remember That's Bruce. That's good. The voice Bruce is the perfect. Best. Bruce was down here. He was, really, he was really stoned and we, uh, talked. we did really? a pilot together. I got sort of fired from the pilot, but then they never even... Recast sort, sort of fired. Well, they never recast <laughs> sort of me from the pile. Thank you. I, I knew that Rob, <laughs> if I mentioned some self-deprecating fact, he'd want to embellish it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I, I got fired I think from it's it. embellishing. It's like if I'm of, asking you, to... sort of pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. Sort of pregnant. Uh, yeah, sort of pregnant. Well, I did, they just they, they, they we shot the pilot. They screened the pilot at my house here in the screening room. And then they uh, picked it up for five episodes, but said as long as uh, we have to get rid of Michael and hire someone else. But then they never never hired anyone else, and they never aired the show. And oh, oh so, so that was sort of fired. I'm looking at your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the pic. I should have noticed you're sitting right under Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred and Hitchcock. Then Why'd you make me turn my of... neck? I told you I had surgery, Cassandra. Oh, don't turn your neck. Okay, uh, well, the, I'm telling you, you should know they were back there. Yeah, you know who's that? That is. Yes, of course. The uh, Wicked Witch from the Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz what was her name? Monkey. What was her name in real life? Oh, my God. Margaret Whiting. Margaret Hamilton. Oh, God. That and was so And what was her close. character's name? Wasn't it Elmira Gulch or something? Oh, well, before she turned into the witch. Right. Yes, Elmira. Look Elmira. at that. Elmira. El- like you Elmira. should know that, right? I know. Inside of You is brought to you by Rocket Money. I love Rocket Money. You know why? Because everyone should have Rocket Money because it just helps you save money. How many times do we have subscriptions that we don't even know we have anymore and we're paying so much money? It's just throwing away money, Ryan. I, I found one. You And you did it. You told I me. Found, I got Rocket Money. <laughs> okay, I found one. 
it i'm embarrassed to say how long it's been going on but thank you for finding it <laughs> my god it was embarrassing <laughs> yeah because it's like you want to watch some show and you go oh, i have to subscribe to this uh this streaming de- uh, whatever mm-hmm. and you you start streaming the show you watch it you leave and you forget after this trial period, it kicks in and it's they're charging terrible. you 10 bucks a month. It's, it is embarrassing. Ugh. You know, 75% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about. Before I started using Rocket Money, I thought I had, you know, like, oh, I have like five subscriptions. I could not believe it when they showed me I was paying for like four extra uh, between, you know, streaming advices and fitness apps, delivery services. It's never ending. And thanks to Rocket Money, I'm no longer wasting money on the ones I forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lowering your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. I like that. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash inside. That's rocketmoney.com slash inside. Rocketmoney.com slash inside. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know how many times I have to talk about this, but it's so important. If you're sitting there right now and you're stressed or you're anxious or you have a lot on your mind and you just bottle it up and you don't know what to do, it's going to come out and it's not going to come out in great ways all the time. Um, BetterHelp has helped me substantially. Ryan here has been using it for a while. And I, you know, don't you notice when you don't use BetterHelp? When you don't have therapy? Oh, the weeks where I miss a session? Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's 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 like the more you talk about something, even if you don't think you have anything to talk about, things come up and it puts your mind at ease. And we all carry around different stressors, you know, big and small. And at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. I think people think, oh, what if I don't like my therapist? If you don't, you switch them. It's that easy. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com inside today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash inside. So, you know, what's funny is we really haven't even got into Elvira, and you're probably, you probably like that because that's all you ever fucking talk about is Elvira. It is. I know. That is all I But you were about. Elvira, but you were a... You I were, still am. Yeah, you're still... I'm not saying you, you're not. You still are. <laughs> yes. But from all this, somehow... You found something. I feel like if you didn't find something when you were like going through Groundlings and finding this character, is it, is it possible? Am I out of line to say that maybe it saved your life? 
that you found something that really just changed you forever? Yeah, I don't know about saving my life, but I, I tell you, I was one inch away from just quitting showbiz. I mean, I had wanted to be, I didn't know what I wanted to be, a dancer, singer, actor, but I, but I knew from a really young age I wanted to be in show business somehow. It was really bizarre. I looked at all these cars. I was really, really introverted, but I wanted to like perform in front of everybody that came over to our house. Or I was about... Three months from saying no more showbiz, because I was turning 30. I had just gone in to see this agent. I'll never forget his name, Edgar Small. And uh, mm. I, was, I had gone in to see him trying to get a new agent because I'd been on the road with a, a band for a long time. And I came back to L.A., went to see him, and he goes, how old are you? And I go, 29. He goes, oh, well, I'm sorry. You're washed up. It has been. Go back to Kansas. Blah, blah, you know. He said was, that. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, was it Tom, I'm not sure taking it Tom Jones? Anything. <laughs> this talk, this agent? No, it was a Tom Jones' uncle, Ed, Edgar Small. Uh, Ed, Edgar Big. You should start calling Tom Jones Edgar Small. Yeah, I should. Well, I can't say that. So go it, ahead. So you, what'd you but do? anyway, he. I, so I left there. Like I just have to get out of show business. I'm 30. It, when you're a female, and this was like in the 70s, you know, late 70s. Um, when you do turn 30, your career can be kind of over. Then it really was. It was like, well, what are you going to do as 30 year old female? And uh, so I thank God I did not sign with him because I swear, like two weeks later, I got, uh, well, I got married, I went on honeymoon, and then I got this audition for a local horror host thing. And I was like, horror, that'd be fun. And it paid like 300 bucks a week. So it wasn't like, oh, finally, I'm, I'm wealthy. And was um, it called Elvira at the it, time? It was called movie. It was called Movie Macabre, and they wanted me to be Vampira, and that—that's a whole other story. Right, but because um, Vampira was before that was like she a, was in like 1953. That's what started it all, right? But it was a different thing. She was the first horror hostess, first horror ever. hostess, right? So they wanted me to be another Vampira, but then she sued me because we were going to use a name, and we had to change the name at the last minute. So we drew names out of a can. They drew Elvira. What were some of the okay. other names? Well, I put in Cassandra. Smart. Cassandra, uh, yeah. Mistress I thought it sounded kind of witchy, but then I mean, how would I be now? Like it'd be Cassandra, and that'd be this other Cassandra. I would have to change yeah, my real name. That would be weird. It'd be really weird. So thank God I didn't pick my name. Yeah. I don't remember any of the other names. I, 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 all I remember is picking that name and going, Elvira. That sucks. That sounds like a <laughs> like a country western star. It is. It was an Oak, Oak, Oak Ridge Boy song. Yeah. Giddy up, boom, pop, boom, pop, mow, mow, giddy well. up. You remember that song, Rob? <laughs> No. Elvira. <laughs> Rob's too nice heart. to remember anything. Come on, help me out. On, on fire, fire for Elvira. There's always a, one drunk guy in the audience. So wherever it. I appear, there's like, Elvira. You want to kick know. his ass? I do want to kick his ass. You I'm so kick my sick ass of right that. Now? Yes. Yeah. But you have a neck injury, so I'll wait. Yeah. I see get, Rob's ass right you now. Get a hanging out of his pants. No, no, actually, I don't. It's your shirt. It's your shirt. It's tucked in. Sorry. I thought I saw your ass. I got excited. Um, wow. First he got, wants to blow Elvis. Now he wants to... Oh, I know. Geez. Okay, I'm getting a whole different vibe no, about no, you, no. Michael. I'm not, you know, I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. I have a lot of oh. gay friends, a lot of straight friends. Good I say what you. I want. I like to walk He's, around the house naked. You're very fluid. Fluid? Fluid. fluid. I, haven't fluid. Really, I know what the word fluid means, but what do you you're mean You're very fluid? sexually fluid. fluid. Well, how about just fluid like you kind of go with the flow? You're fluid. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's I would I'm, not say fluid yeah. to people because that goes more towards like, you know... No, I'm into women. I am into women. 
There you go. I think. I mean, for the most part, for 46 years I've been into women. But, like, there's been some men that I've seen that I'm, I, I, I could talk to my therapist about. I go, he goes, well, uh, I, go, I don't know. I just, I, I see these men and I'm like, wow. And he's like, well, do you want to fuck these men? He didn't say that because no. he's my therapist. And I said, well, no. It's not, I don't want to fuck them. He said copulate. But kind of, yeah. kind of. I, you want to have sleep with them? I go, no. Do you have thoughts of their penises? I go, oh, God, no. <laughs> then what is it? I go, well, I just feel like envious of their their body, of their looks, of their physique. He's like, yeah, every guy's like that. Yes. Like, okay, good. I, I think so. I mean, if you Rob, are the comfortable. Rob, are you like that? Sure. He okay, doesn't want to do Tyler? It. I'm bisexual. You're, you're what? I'm bi. Oh, you are? Yeah. Well, Tyler's bisexual. Oh, well, there you go. Well, He's, thank God. Yeah, it, fluid. See, now that's fluid. fluid. God. Well, see, that's... A, are you bisexual? Uh, well, uh... Have you had uh, sex with a woman? Well, I've tried a little bit of this and that, everything. You know, what do you because, mean everything? You went from this and that to everything. <laughs> Not everything, but but yeah. I mean, I've I've always experimented and I'm trying to find the right thing that was right for me. Because how do you know that it's wrong for you if you haven't tried it? So you're saying I should a, suck I think Matt should. Damon off? Yeah, because I've been yeah. thinking about you that for sure. Do that. Oh my god, Matt Damon. No, no, not Matt Damon. Oh, I just saw that Queen movie, Bohemian oh, Rhapsody. Yeah. Oh lordy god, that was a great movie. I I, liked, I, thought, I loved it too. I freaking loved it. It, it. The you know the gay thing, bisexuals were right. trying. I mean, he was really gay. I, I believe, but then he was in love with that sure. girl Mary uh, forever. But then he's. You're, you're, you're born with the direction you want to go, and you can go in any direction. Yeah. And that's true. So who was the first woman you had sex with? Oh, I, I didn't. <laughs> well, you kind of insinuated <laughs> I'm Cassandra. not even going to go there. I think, I think it was when I was like in Girl Scouts in fourth grade or something. But it wasn't sex, but, you know, it was. Kissy, I think, touchy. I mean, yeah, do you, you know, I think all guys, I think you are bullshitting me, even you, what? if you say that when you were a kid, you didn't kind of mess around with one of your friends i mean little boys do that and i think girls do that too. i think i did touch a wiener once i think you did yeah i think yeah i touched i know you did he just called me yeah i did i remember this guy brian he was like at a we were all at a party (laughs) he's like he just whipped it out in front of everybody and everybody's like oh look brian's he's got a wiener and it's hard (laughs) and everybody i think everybody just poked at it once and i think i was one of the pokers i didn't like play with it but i poked it for sure (laughs) i poked his hard boner does that make me gay? No, I don't give a no. shit. If it does, I'm gay. I think every every kid, uh, you know, does that at some time or another with with you know other kids of the same set. That, and they're they're practicing. They're, I used to practice making out. out with my with one of my girlfriends. We'd like, sure. oh, how would you kiss in case a boy ever came along? Yeah. You would kiss, but we didn't think one ever would. You know. Yeah. So either kiss your best friend or kiss your pillow or your arm. We practiced a lot on our arm. Right. But, I still do know, that. I still yeah. do that. <laughs> Fresh breath is so important, isn't it? During a kiss. It really is. Breath really is really is. the most important Oh, it really important is important. Thing. I mean, if they have Smells. horrible breath, you've got to go away. You're out. You're have out. you had You're that gone. before? I, well, I've just I'm gotten out. close enough to somebody that I was like, oh, i got to go. I have to so- yeah. sort my sock door. You know, and ugh, no. Has anyone ever wanted, this is a stupid question, because I know the answer. <laughs> Are you enjoying this so far? Oh, yes. It's really fun. Isn't it? Yeah. You weren't expecting so much fun. Admit it. I really wasn't expecting all this. Yeah, no. this is just fun. We just we just have a good time. We're Ooh. open. Uh, really I like are. this. Very I open. really like this. Uh, has <laughs> How many guys in your lifetime have said, while you're dating them, have said, can you please be Elvira while I'm having sex with you? Can you oh, put the outfit on? Yeah, probably all of them. Which I never did, not even for my ex-husband. You never did it once. No, I don't want to mess up my hair and makeup. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You would never put no. the makeup on, the wig, uh, and be no. like, "I didn't want to." Giddy not up. Want to fuck up my hair? 
That's ridiculous. Yes, that wig is too you, much you know money what I to have done? that style. You know what I would have done? Rip that wig they're, off. They're, they're fucking cheapos because I would have bought a second <laughs> wig just for our, uh, us to have fun with. Well, yeah. The- <laughs> then you can complain. Yeah. Hey, this is not the Elvira wig. This is the wig that I purchased oh, from a real hairdresser. This is made from real hair. This is Cher's hairdresser. <laughs> and- Should we have Tyler bring out the wig? Tyler, bring out the wig! <laughs> Oh, oh, whoa! You got one back there. Um, yeah, and even even I was asked to do Playboy, the the you know, layout Playboy as Elvira. You wouldn't that, do it? No, I didn't do it because you know Elvira is a pretty PG character, she really. Is, you know, she really and so is. I didn't want to. She's perverse run that. a little bit. She insinuates. Things. Yes, but she, she never goes over like, the line. She never goes over the line. That's yeah. true, and I think that's what's sexy true. about her. She I think so have too. To. This was so funny. I was having uh, when I was offered a lot of money that the most money they ever offered anyone except. Farrah Fawcett, and Hugh Hefner used to tell me that all the time. Um, Playboy? To, to do Playboy. And I really, really wanted that money back. How much? A million dollars. What year? Uh, about 84. Hang on a second. In 1984, they asked you, Cassandra Peterson, to pose as Elvira in Playboy for $1 million, which is yeah. now probably worth $5 million. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I wanted that money in the worst way. I got to tell and you. And what set, what made you say no? Well, I was thinking, thinking, you know, and I'd posed before in magazines. I used to work for Playboy. I so you have, Playboy there's models. photos of you new. I was a showgirl. Yes. All over the place. Well, I didn't know that. I've never yeah, seen you new. I'm, I'm like totally fine with that. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm not, it's I'm not, not like I'm really sh- shy. I can't believe I haven't seen these photos. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Oh, well. Anyway, but yeah, I used to, so I was, like I said, I was a showgirl by the time I was 17. I was running around with, you know, practically nothing on except feathers. So I was not shy, but I went to uh, some kind of a panel that I did with my fans, and I told them that I was offered to do it at Playboy. And believe it or not, and there's plenty of, you know, horny dudes in those crowds, everyone said no, no, because they said that I would ruin the mystique that Elvira had. I just showed enough to keep it mysterious and sexy, and they said if you did that, it would it would be like no more mystery, no more mystique. It's almost like David yeah, Prowse, cool. like Darth Vader, just like not wearing the mask while yeah. he's like talking to Luke. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, well, we want to know what's behind, but we don't get to see it. Yeah, and you know, I couldn't have this awesome theory, uh, cereal today, right? If I'd been running around taking nude yeah. pictures with. Let's Elvira. go back to the hair messing up. During sex with your husband. Or God partner. no, I wouldn't even do it for so him. They, so how, like, how, like, did they really try? Would you, I like if I was your husband or your boyfriend? I'd probably really try to go. What? How? What could I do? What? Could, how could we make this happen? You know, it's very, very bizarre. What is it that when you, you wouldn't get let in them? the character? You didn't love them enough. No, when you get into <laughs> that character and you look like that character for me, you just don't feel sexy. You don't feel sexy. You're being like a professional. Is that what it is? You don't, <laughs> don't feel know. sexy? Maybe. I guess the same thing is if somebody, Maybe. if some girl said, hey, I want you to shave your head, wear an Armani suit, and, and fuck me like Lex Luthor. Yeah. Fuck me. You would do it. And you have to stay, uh, you're, you're, well, he no! would. You're, you're a guy. You no, would do it. No, no, you no, would no, do no. You would do it for no, sure. No, first of all, no one's ever asked me, and if it was my girlfriend of many years, and I felt like this is my wife, I'm going to love her, I could do whatever <laughs> I want, I might do it. I might do yeah. it. You're lying. No, I bet I you've just... done it. No, I've never done it. I mean, I've had, I've done it, but I haven't done that. That's that's just that's cheesy. Yeah, I don't know. It was just a buzzkill. It was a buzzkill. wasn't It didn't sound sexy or fun or anything. It was like, I'm working here. You know what I mean? Really? That, that feeling. Yeah. But what if it was like a... they wanted you to act like Elvira or you're having sex, like doing wisecracks? Well, like, that would have even hey, been come worse. Hey, come on, Edgar Small. You're better than that. <laughs> <laughs> then I would have asked for money. <laughs> Right, yeah, right. Interesting. Right. So I don't know. It just was like not sexy to me. It's painful. 
you're uncomfortable, hot. It's not an, uh, but you it's take not off your clothes, right. and then of course that part's That's not uncomfortable. Okay. But you know, it's just like I'm not having fun. I mean, you know, you didn't want to do it. I did not want to do it. That's it. And you, sh- it sounds to me like you shut them down and says, "This is a conversation we could never have again." Kind of. Was that what you said? Pretty much. Yeah. And they, they don't even go that. there. Don't even go there. Yeah. Did some of them not even want to go there? They didn't go there. <laughs> really? They didn't. They didn't go there. <laughs> no. Right. After I told him not to go there. Now, do you think go. that you you know you're yeah. 17 years old? Let's get back to some therapy oh. here. No, okay. let's oh, go therapy. back to 17 years oh, old. So God. 10 years ago, but you're 17. I remember that I read somewhere where you left, like you were going and you're in Vegas and you saw something, you auditioned for something and got it, and your parents were like, "What are you t- doing? Let's go!" Like, uh, no, this was a really weird story. I was uh, in high school and it was spring break and my parents wanted to go to california you to that see bottle of water? yes i can't Jesus even do it thank Christ. you uh, i know i was oh no that's it thank you yeah, no problem that's hint water <laughs> wow, you're strong they don't even give me money they just give you're me free water strong. Hint, yeah oh, that's hint. awesome uh so anyway yeah so my parents wanted to go to california with me and my two sisters so we i was um uh, 16 about between 16 and 17 we are on our way to california they stop in las vegas I had seen Viva Las Vegas with Elvis Presley and Anne Margaret, and I begged my parents to take me in to see that they were going to a big show at the Dunes Hotel. Begged and pleaded to take me. And they said, well, you can't get in there. And I said, yes, I can. I have a fake ID that says I'm 21. And they're, you're not supposed to have that. And they go, well, I do. And uh, then I dressed up. I said, you know, I'll look, believe me, I'll look over 21. So I put like all these little wiglets on my head and I put, I stuffed my bra. I had my Fredericks of Hollywood super <laughs> stuffed cleavage bra and I had eyelashes I put on. And I, so I either looked like a hooker or, or a showgirl. But so you looked over 21. I looked over 21. Okay. So I went in with my mom and dad, sat down. The, the maitre d' came over and said, oh, you must be in one of the shows here. I was just dressing up like Anne Margaret in View Las Vegas. You right. know? And I go, oh, no, now? I'm not. not. Uh, no, I, I am not a showgirl. A few minutes later, out comes this uh, dance captain. Her name was Fluff. And she said, uh, come with me. Come uh, backstage a moment, can you? And I was like, Oh my God, I'm busted. They have the police back there. You know, I really, I, I was panicked. And my parents were sitting there going, Oh Lord, God, what happened? And um, I went back there. The stage manager and a couple of other people, and they said, We're mounting a new show tomorrow uh, called Viva Les Girls. I mean, all these Viva Les, Viva Las, everything. And uh, we're still looking for showgirls. And uh, would you be interested in, in auditioning? And I went, uh, I'm only 17. And I like broke down and started crying. And they go, You know, we're going to put some music on and you dance to it. Do you know how to dance? And I said, yes, I'm a dancer. That's what I've been studying dance my whole life. And um, they put the music on and got done. I said, all you have to do is meet with the producer tomorrow and you can be in the show. And I think, oh, my parents are not going to let me. <laughs> I can tell you. And we went and met with the producer. The next day he said, yes, I want to hire you. And he said to my parents, they said, well, she's only 17. And he said, we can get papers drawn up that say that she can be in the show she just can't come into the casino where there's gambling or drinking she has to come and go by the back door but she can be in the show running around in her skivvies you know um and my parents said no and drug me out of there i made their life a living hell for the next six months i finished high school by the skin of my teeth let me tell you and uh, i don't know how i got through that and uh i headed back to vegas the next day where they they still wanted me. I was in communication. And that's how it all started. And that's how it started. I was a go-go girl before that, though. Before, So I'd been a go-go girl since I was 14. And your parents didn't care, or were they sort of upset with you? Do you feel like you they let them down? No. No. They, I mean, they thought it was fabulous. After I finally became a showgirl, they thought I'd hit the big right. time, you know. Um, 
It wasn't that they didn't care. It was that I did anything I wanted to do. I was pretty, pretty rebellious. rebellious. Yeah, more so than your other sisters. More so than oh, a hundred thousand uh, times more. They never did any of the stuff. So I you did. talk back to mom. You talk I talked back, back to dad, and they didn't. I mean, my parents basically. I think they were so working so much that they didn't know most of what I was doing or. They'd yell at me. I just didn't listen. I'd moved out. I, I, I lived on my own when I was fourteen. I moved out. Of my I can't even imagine house. that. I know. When I see, when my daughter was fourteen, I was like, "You could not survive for three seconds." Yeah. There on this, you know. But I moved out. I couldn't deal with my mom. We had a horrible relationship, and I was driving all over Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, Wyoming, uh, on the uh, go-go dancing circuit. Um, I had to do that like in summer. You must have been, I mean, for them to like, I mean, you must have been phenomenal looking, like beautiful and could dance. Uh, Look, for someone. gigantic boobs. That made me very popular. My name was Big Red. That was was it. The The big boobs. You think that helped a lot? Oh, God. Yeah. Are you kidding? Plus, I twirled tassels. That always comes in handy. So I got a lot of money making, you know, know, dancing. I mean, go-go dancing. I worked at a club in Colorado Springs called Club A-Go-Go, where I danced inside a glass cage. Really? Yeah. Like the light, red light district sort of stuff. No. Oh, no? <laughs> it was like a nice big club. It was like when the whiskey had go-go dancers on Sunset. You, oh, yeah, You're not yeah. that old, but... I don't know. I'm 46. I, yeah, well, you're not that old. When I came here when I was a kid, on the on the whiskey, on the corner of it was the glass case, and there were girls in there with white go-go boots and oh fringy dresses and a black light go-go dancing outside on the building. Yeah. Did you th- did you feel like this is like when you're doing this? Are you thinking there's something bigger, there's something better, or I could do this forever? I like this. I'm thinking nonstop. There's something bigger. There's something. Better. And what was that in your head? I didn't know. <laughs> well, the, when I, then when I saw uh, Anne Margaret and Elvis in that movie, I thought that's what it is. That's bigger. That's right, better. Right. That's where I want to go. And and then it just happened. It didn't even. I didn't even go out and look for it. It just found me. And that's kind of how my whole life has been. Then I'd go, that looks good. I'll do that. And 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 then it just Do you happens. like to do everything still? Do you like to say, hey, I'm going to try that. God, I'd like to do this. I want to do this. Does that never yeah. stop? Or do you ever, are you insatiable? Or do you sort of be like, you know, I've, I was in a band. I did go-go dancing. I, I'm Elvira. It's enough. I do the conventions. It's enough. <laughs> when When is it no, enough? I, I don't know. I wonder. I'm like, what's the next thing? But uh, I mean, there's. Uh, things as Elvira that I would like to do, like well, I'd like to write my autobiography. I think I've given all of, all of the information away here today, but <laughs> I'd like to write my autobiography, wow, uh, which I'm, I'm about half done with it right now. Yeah. But I never get. That's one of the. Have you written a book? No, I thought that about it. it. Oh man, you have to you, write though, don't you? You have to write, <laughs> yeah, and you have to learn how to spell. Uh, yeah. But you have to sit down and do it because you, you can't just do. Oh, I'll do a half an hour today. I'll do two hours next Wednesday. You have to really sit down and think, you know, and yeah. really put it together. Or um, hire someone really smart to sort of dissect your yeah, brain. And I don't kinda... like ghost-written biographies. It's not to say it's ghost-writing. It's, it's like, uh, hey, uh, you know, recording the, all this today and then going each day and then sort of like putting all your thoughts together in a cohesive manner maybe. Yeah, you know, that's my problem because I'm like one of those people that my daughter always says the way I talk is like, oh, honey, how are you? <gasps> Look, it's a squirrel. You that's know? what my assistant says about me. Oh, really? Squirrel, squirrel. Right, yeah. Right Look, there's a like squirrel. That. Yep. <laughs> I yeah. am like that. I know. I think that's that we both have ADHD. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. That? I'm sure I do. ADD, ADHD. I, I have ADT security. How <laughs> do you do? Do you? Yeah. I think it's really important. I do too. Rob, are you are you having fun with uh, Cassandra Peterson today? I am. Isn't she phenomenal? She is. 
I mean, I'll be How honest. How do you tell when Rob Listen, is having fun? I'm not going to throw Rob under the bus. <laughs> but Rob, let's give him credit. He's 29 years old. Um, he, he's a smart guy. He's business savvy. I, I, thought, he's I think he's 30. 30. 30. He's technological. He's an artist. He's all these things. So is Tyler. But, you know, when I say Elvira, he, he's heard of you. But he, Thank God. he doesn't really know Elvira. Like, I, it was more of my generation, more of what I want. But now it's coming back around. But Rob. I think you are, I could tell you're pleasantly surprised. Like, holy shit, this woman is pretty phenomenal. <laughs> How do She's, you tell Rob does anything? He's got the same expression on his face all the time. He, he looks is, very pleasant. Well, but... what, what, do you, what have you gathered so far today? What would you, how would you describe this interview? I don't even know how to describe it. I, I'll tell you. What, would you say it's incredibly informative, insightful? It's been informative. It's been a little all over the place. Yeah. Like, and oh, I think God. that's because her life, my life, sort of have all been all over the place. And how do you sort of, how do we go like, uh, what's the word when you go in order? Sequentially, chronologically. Chronologically. You can't, you can't really you. do that because she says something interesting and then I want to hear oh, about no, then that. then we go off on the thing. So then we come back to tangents. Like, I don't want to get back to like, you know, things that, you know, we talk about in the show. Like, with all these things, you sound pretty daring. Oh, thank but you. But I never heard a lot about anxiety. I never heard about depression. I never heard no. about uh, pill popping. I never heard no. about, have you never had really, have you always had your shit together somewhat? Uh no, <laughs> I've always been like kind of a wreck, but I, I never, and I, I did a ton of drugs back in the 60s What drugs and were you 70s. doing? Hair on? Oh, no, I never did heroin. I, no. Cocaine? Well, lots and lots of cocaine. And, uh, yeah, I did that. That could have been the one drug I would have gotten in trouble with, you know, if I could, would have kept going. Was Tom Jones um, doing coke that night? No, no. God, I hadn't even heard of drugs back then, except... Pot and you know weed. I was smoking right. that all the time, but I had done LSD, which which I happen to think probably changed my life. In I a swear good way? to God, in a good way. It was not a good experience at the time, but I I always say the things that I the two things I think that changed my life completely my perspective of life. You kids now listen to this good advice: is dropping acid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and going to Europe when I was really young. I saved up my go-go dancing money and I went to Europe on a, supposedly on an art history tour. Um, but but I got out of Kansas and Colorado Springs and I was like, oh my God, look at the food. You know, I mean, I thought Italian food was like Chef Boyardee. You know, and all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, this is so fantastic. And, and you know, the places and the, the it was so old and beautiful and amazing. And it was just like, there's this world out there. And the same sort of thing on acid. It was like, oh, my God, my wallpaper can talk. And my dog has one. It doesn't have a head. And there's so much Folks, out there. Elvira Cassandra Peterson is telling you to do two things. One, yeah, go, advice, get out of your home. Yeah. Go to Europe, get out of your comfort zone, and also try some LSD. Well, I'm not. But it was a different time than LSD. It was a it different time. Di- I've never done LSD. It scares me I'll because you. well, you do it with a, a person with you. Now you wouldn't just go do it like I did. Well, why don't we go see Bohemian Rhapsody and do some and LSD do some together? Acid wouldn't that be a great first? Date? Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> there's, there's a book out right now, Michael Pollan. Yeah, that is the food and talking about how LSD completely changed his life and his outlook on life. I mean, you kind of die and then you're reborn. I did. I was underground. I was in a casket. I'm afraid Worms I'm going to do crawling something. I'm afraid I'm going to do something. You're going to have someone with you who's going to watch you and take care of you. You're not going to jump out a window. I went and laid on the railroad tracks for a couple hours till a friend of mine found me. Thank God the train hadn't oh come God. yet. Yeah. See, that's why you want somebody with you. Yeah. And but I'm going to take a low dose. How about just like... 
You know, like, can I just take, like, the L? Well, you know, you can't OD on it. You cannot OD. It's physically impossible. There's no way to die on acid except if you jumped out of a window. Or if it's battery acid and you take by accident. Yes. Then you're going to die. Then you would die. die. And it's over. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so but, all, yeah. But, but all know, this, but all so, so never really any anxiety. You, you had your shit together. You never got really depressed. But what you no, said. No, I had anxiety. What, what, when I did. got famous, I got serious anxiety. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it happened. Me too. Did you? Yeah, because all of a sudden attacks. you're normal person walking around the streets and the next thing you know there are people looking for you i had a stalker and that scared the yeah. living crap out of me and and people treat you differently and everything's different all of a get sudden anxiety? um not really i get normal anxious over things you know like what about with work do. like do you I ever get... like while you're working have a anxiety attack while you're working no i only had anxiety attacks one time and that was when uh Right after I got famous, my sister was having a lot of trouble. I was trying to put her in rehab, and and then I got this stalker, and then, then I became I started to get scared of everywhere I went. I imagined I'd see How somebody behind was me. Was he dangerous? Oh yeah, he was he was super dangerous. They uh, I'd get LAPD. They they painted my address on the roof. I got two Rottweilers, which I attacked, trained. I that had bad? to be. It was very very what, bad. What constitutes? He sent me a body part in a. Uh, Little box and a it was body part on my doorstep. Nobody would ever tell me what it was. Not my husband. If it's a body part, it's a finger or a penis, probably something in a box of a person, of a woman, something. Well, so it wasn't a penis. Yeah, and I wish it would have been his. But yeah, but there, but I've had oh. like I think seven or eight stalking cases now that I've gone through. I've been around so freaking long. I have an active one now, and I'm a hundred years old. You say you're ever old. Stop? Why do you think you're so old? I don't know because I am. But you're not. I'm 67. How do you feel? I feel like 12. <laughs> okay, I'm 46 I like and I feel too. 80. Okay. Oh, that's not good. Listen, um, it's ridiculous. <laughs> My grandmother said something really sweet. She says, Mikey, you never even understand. People go through life and they don't realize that your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, even in your 80s, those are the best years of your life. Oh, I you love You travel, that. you do things. She Aww. goes, My 70s were the best. I'm telling you, your best years are yet to come. Oh, I hope so. I hope I get a break and I can stop working. What do you mean a break? You're, you're a millionaire. Well, I just don't want to, you know, I, it's not the money. It's just like, I think I'm very. Uh, obsessed about work are you kind of i'm a very no, i'm a workaholic I i'm not i'm been. not anymore i kind of like work so much for so long that i'm kind of now like I, I i found this podcast that i really enjoy i'm trying to do things that i really enjoy i have a band yeah i, uh, I do podcasts do i'm still what writing are you doing the band what do you play I, lead singer i write lead the singer? songs nice that make Sweet. the young girls cry what kind That's of uh, what it's kind of like uh southern rock meets sort of like the wallflowers wow. kind of thing very cool yeah. but That's i'm just i'm trying to do things that i love and um Look, I That's still like acting. Good. I'm going to take your advice. You take mine. Drop acid. I'll take yours. Do things I love. You well, love. listen, what do you want to do? Die at 90 or whatever, whenever you die, and then go, God, I just, I was always so obsessed with working. And yeah, doing all no, these I things. know. Well, but my work is fun. It's not like my work is yeah, in a factory. Yeah, your work just, is, if you, you know. enjoy your work, that's different. Yeah, if you really love, I started I, to think that, like, I'm like, I don't really like 16-hour days. I don't want to do the same scene over and over and over. So I'm too ADD. Ugh. I don't want to do it over and over unless, by the way, unless it's great. Unless yeah. this stuff is so You're good that I so have to do it. it. And I've done a lot of good stuff and a lot of shit that I just am going to wait around whether – I don't care how long it takes. I yeah. want the good stuff. Yeah. So if, if some good stuff is brought to me, I'm going to do it and, and write my own shit. And otherwise, I'm yeah. happy. I, you know, People always ask you, what are you doing? What are you doing next? I'm, I'm trying to take it day by day. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. I don't like acting. I hate acting. I hate getting parts on any 
any like a, I don't know television show movies I, which I don't take or don't do but I'm talking about long ago when right. I did I hate freaking just normal acting hit your mark remember the lines the I, days, I really yeah. do not that I always unless say. it's and really, I'm not really fun an actor. unless you're I having had fun. fun when I was doing Mistress of the Dark my movie a million oh, years ago I had yeah, fun because I, I wrote it and that's I couldn't wait to see how yeah. it came out I was excited see, I directed my own thing and produced it and wrote it and started that it was, it was fun and then it was fun. It was, and I remembered it, my lines it, because it was, I wrote them. Because <laughs> you wrote them. <laughs> I know. But see, that there's some fun to it. Look, the industry can be fantastic. It can be. It, it's also dangerous if you let it become dangerous. Like in terms of like letting your head get too big, letting you know, yeah. doing well, things that you wouldn't normally do, thinking you're people. sort of invincible, being around toxic people, people that bring you down. Yeah. But I think that's the world. I think we all have that, no matter what profession you do. Yeah. No, it's it's true. Um. Yeah. To a certain degree, but I think I think acting and doing doing films is one of the really one of the hardest jobs in the world because you're not just doing physical work you're not just doing mental work you're doing emotional work yeah. and you're you're combining everything and the hours are ridiculous i mean yeah. it's sickening i'm lazy and i'm fucking lazy i don't want to work 16 hours uh, well, why did they why did they do that you know it's like my friend phil goes yeah i work today i'm like awesome dude what were your hours He's like i work nine to five why can't uh, film hours be nine to five? Sometimes that sounds. Well, so you great. make a lot more money, but I know. But nine to five seems like I could do that. Yeah, my body can actually handle nine to five. Me too. With a nap. With a nap. With a nap too. in between. <laughs> what about night scenes? Oh, yeah, then then yeah. go ten to six. Yeah, but then you get so screwed up. Like oh, yeah, your God, mind I hate gets screwed up. Yeah. Look, I oh. love what I do. I've had a, a. I love my career. I love where where I've come from. Where, you know where I'm going and. Again, I'm learning to take it, be present, and doing it day by day, and I think that's the most important thing. Aww. And that's—I know it sounds like it's, it's like having a therapy session. Well, it is. It's nice. easier Thank said you. than done, but I think right. if you just try to—I mean, the more I try to stay in the moment, the more I have fun with my life. Instead of yeah. filming everything, Smart. I was always that kid from Beverly Hills 90210. I remember the kid who was always <laughs> filming every fucking thing. Yeah, instead of filming everything, just be. Yeah, my uncle was like, if we were there. at Disney World. He's like, oh, Michael, we're that. actually at Disney World. You don't need a film of how fun we're having. That you're never gonna look at right. anyway so i was like wow that's pretty profound it's pretty crazy when you see people with their iphones i mean i do it too but running around with that. their iphones taking shots of everything and they're at a concert and they're holding it at the concert. it's like the whole watch concert. the fucking concert just enjoy it just enjoy yeah. it you're taking a video are you really going to go home and watch a two-hour concert later on your phone on the screen i bet some people will two inches depends wide. on what kind of microphone you had and how good it sounds i guess i don't know this is I the concert like i was at now i'm listening to it <laughs> i wasn't listening to it there i know you were divorced once you have one child how old your child 24 24 young that could be my child well yeah well, could I'm 46. Be. it could be uh yeah, I, had, I had uh, her very very late and when i was 43 do you want to get married again no no never, never. no no do you Ooh. date huh do you date yes well, I have somebody that I, yeah. Oh, yeah. How long have you been with? I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Hang on a second. Oh, is that, that one secret thing I know? Is, is, you, is that the about. one thing? Is it because you're Elvira and you don't want people to know that you have a piece of ass on the side? Yeah, something like sort that. Sort of, right? Yeah, it's very private. You're I'm, very private about I'm that. Like, uh, this like, is the first. You have been so open that it's amazing how <laughs> something that seems so uh, just small, but I can appreciate that. Yeah, I can appreciate that. I got in yeah. trouble a couple of times. I'm not dating the person now, but I said a couple of things, and it wasn't bad. But boy, did I never hear the end of it. Yeah, but it's not even it's about just that. Too tricky. I already, I already uh, blew it one time. I and mean, being married and talking to people about my relationship or about 
my husband or uh, and then people find out too much information and know things and then my husband at one time got a person who was coming coming after him it's going to kill him and what? you know I just I don't want to bring that part of my personal life into that makes my perfect sense. Pretend showbiz life, just like yeah, you don't want yeah. to put your address on top of your house again. Get two more Rottweilers. No, I never want to do that, and Jesus. I never want to have to move again because I've had to move several times just because people found out where I lived. It's so much harder being a woman. I think that happens it, it, more it to is. women. It, it, it does. I mean, sure. not, nine times. That, I mean, nine ninety-nine times, yeah, times sure. out of a hundred, it happens to women. Yeah, you don't Come hear on. Jason Momoa is being harassed. I think no. Jason Momoa could handle it. He might be getting harassed though. I, he's pretty hot. <laughs> He's a friend. He won't do the podcast, so he doesn't do podcasts. He just did SNL, though. He did SNL because SNL's not inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. That's right. You can work on him. Maybe one day. I'm going to work on him, though. I'm going to work on him and say, hey, Jason, you know. You did SNL. You should come do this. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this has been an incredible treat. I I just want (laughs) to say, first of all, thank you for allowing me to be inside of you today. Well, yeah. Well, you're welcome anytime. I mean, thank you for the box of cereal. Um, I really you might you not know, think I know later. this sounds weird this might sound creepy and it's not creepy but I definitely you're someone I'd like to be friends with oh like does, I, I does he say that to no, all the people I thought he was going somewhere here? else no no no, bro. no I, I, I I have a feeling like I just I like you as a person Thank I just think you. you're a like very you genuine person and Thank it's just I, I could see like us playing some tennis together yeah well for an actor you are really a, seem like a genuine non uh, I, I tell you i dated actors for i would never date another yeah, freaking well, actor yeah. i'm sorry i probably was I that guy at one point ego. but i learned how to be a human being yeah you were you really are not like an actor i would if you if i didn't know you were an actor and i just met you i would not think you were an actor because there's a certain well, kind of guy i think acting is something wrong with guys who are actors what would you think i was <laughs> if i wasn't an actor be honest um radio dj because you're talking about, no uh, hey! <laughs> no but honestly what would you think uh, I don't curious. know. A third career, grade teacher. Pick a career <laughs> or a third grader. Maybe like a no, maybe like a firefighter or something. Firefighter. Tall and hunky. With and, a bad neck. Yeah. Firefighter. Yeah. Firefighter. It's getting better. Yeah, you look very handsome. You might be a Thank firefighter. You. Okay. Wow. This is your Yeah, but you're not the time. type of guy that's an actor. And I mean I have actor friends, okay. I hope they don't sure. hear this, but they will. But dating actors, ugh. No. Yeah. It's no. not easy. You want to date someone who just is normal. So some normal senior life. We're yeah. not normal actors. Thinking about how he looks and his makeup. and yeah. ugh, I, I've like, heard some guys, yeah. like ex-girlfriends have told me stories about guys who put makeup on before they go out. Before they go out at night or oh, before God. they go out. Oh, that'd be a deal breaker for Could me. Could you imagine? Put makeup more? They're in no, front of the mirror more, longer than you? No. And I love gay men, and I love men that wear makeup and drag queens. I'm around them every day, all day. That's different. It's totally different. Right. Than a straight like man straight. waking up and going, I need to look really, I'm going to like, what's this with uh, these called contour on my cheeks? <laughs> I'm going to make my nose look a little bit straighter. Um, this is awesome, oh, yeah. man. Well, I, oh, okay. I didn't want this thing. Will you come back sometime? Sure. Would you? Yeah. No, this was super fun. Uh, and I'll promote anything you want. You want oh, to promote yeah. the cereal box? The sure, Elvira? cereal. It's a hot topic. Can you say that? You get a piece of that? Yeah. How much to each dollar? You know, I don't know. I get. I have a, a lot of licensed licensed things, and Can they're I buy all some different. From you, because I look. I want first Bye. of all. I want I'll to, give it to you. No, no, no. Listen, I want to know Vira <laughs> ornament for my tree. 
Oh, I should have brought you. I want to buy one. No, listen, I want to. You give. Is there a website I can go to? Well, yes, but I can give you all that stuff. I don't care. I'll buy it. I I have enough money to buy a twenty dollars. Well, you can go to Elvira dot com. Elvira dot com. You can even give me after this. You could say, "Here's a promo code." Okay. And then I could buy a whole bunch. of I don't have one, so you have to buy it at the regular price, or else get great. Yeah. But uh, this has been a real treat. This has been a. I mean, I'm I'm excited about this. Oh, thank you. That was super. This is so. Yeah, you're you're amazing. This is really fun. I don't know how to end this. Does he say that? Does he? No. (laughs) I mean, I have fun with people, but you're like some. You're an icon to me. You're like someone that I, I I looked up to that I adored. That so this to me was like I want to do more of this. I hope people can really listen to this episode. And just be educated on. And I, I really believe that what I wanted to say before I forget is that I know your mom is proud of you. I know she's oh, looking down. I know you. that. I really believe that. Thanks. And she knows that. She knows that you looked after her. She knows that you were always there. And there's just no doubt about that. And so oh, I want you to oh, smile and I go to sleep thinking, you, you know what? You know what? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. No, a freaky thing that just happened on my way here. I just bought a little house that, that I am going to be renting out, and I have the workmen over there fixing everything, and that, that house was built in uh, 1916, and I went over just on my way here. That's why I was a little late. Stopped in to see it, and um, someone there, uh, my assistant was over there too, and said, hey, what was your mom's middle name? And I said, Arlene, and she goes, her initials are here in this cement right here. Her name is Phyllis Arlene Peterson, and it was P-A-P in this old, old what? cement that was on the uh, back porch of the house. Now, that's pretty bizarre, right? I, I go, ah! So. Okay, people, I mean, of all the letters in the world, all right? Right, and people will honestly, I have friends that are atheists, people that will put shit down, people will say, this, come on, you're full of shit, we're just here by chance, <laughs> this is the big bang, that all these things, that whatever. I will just say, I believe in all of that. I believe in... Um, all those little things. I do too. I believe I in. Too I believe many of them that, happen to me I believe all the that time. there's signs. Yep. I yep. do, and especially after a person passes, just recently, I feel I feel like there's a sign. They they tell you signs in little ways. My grandmother came to me in a dream, and I just I, I like to think I like to have faith in something. Yeah. And uh, I think it's yeah. I think it's a beautiful. Good for thing. You. Yeah, I think there's signs, signs, signs everywhere. Sign- oh, sorry, song from the seventies. <laughs> that was also, I really hated. That was also a Tesla song. They redid it. And I hated it. <laughs> oh, I hated that version. Hate that song. Uh, okay. Thank you again. This is thank Cassandra you. Peterson, Elvira. Give it up, Rob. Come on, man. Thank you. Let's this is some good more. stuff. We've never clapped before. <laughs> Tyler, it's great fun. Thank All you, right. guys. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.